Welcome to Single Steps. You're listening to Adaptable for Your Thoughts, a show where we speak to leaders across multiple industries to gather their views and advice on prominent themes and topics within the workplace. Today we've got a very, very cool guest, Mohit Rajkumar, who's the head of HR business partnering at Circles Life. Super, super stoked to have you here with us today, Mohit. Before I even carry on, how are you? How are things on your side? Thank you, Ani. Super stoked to be here too. Uh, you and I crossed paths, I think, last year. Interesting here to be crossing paths in. Yeah. But uh, really looking forward to this conversation. Awesome. You're looking great, like you're in great shape. How many times a week Pilates, how huh, it? <laughs> I hope you're not putting it on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, once a week and, you know, working out a few times a week. Awesome. So just trying to keep myself in shape. Great stuff, great stuff. Uh, well, obviously you're here today with us to talk to us about the importance of the culture of feedback and driving that within an organization. But before I get there, tell us a little bit about yourself and your role in Circles Life as a head of HR business partnering. It's been uh, an interesting journey over the last 15 years. Yeah. Uh, to be, to kind of put it very simply, the first half of my working experience was spent in COE roles, doing recruitment, HR operations, shared services, uh, and a majority of that seven years was spent working with Google in the people analytics space. I think that was where I created a bit of a foundation in leveraging data and analytics to influence people's strategy. Great. And uh, then the last half of my 15 years or so worse or have been spent doing business partnering roles. Uh, to start off with, got my first stint with business partnering with this Indian unicorn called Inmobi. Yeah. And uh, then moved to VMware shortly after and spent almost six and a half years with them uh, doing different business partnering roles, both regional and global. And in my most recent stint with Circles, I had the business partnering function uh, with a focus on supporting the CTO because we are trying to create uh, a great place to work where we can grow and thrive in. And therefore, coming up with uh, revolutionary HR practices and processes is something which is what I've been focusing on. Cool. That's uh, that's a lot of credentials, man. Really, really quite interesting to see. Obviously, you spend time in some really, I would say, path-breaking organizations in terms of HR, Google, VMware, they're known for... Uh, driving a very transparent organization and obviously a culture of feedback. Um, so I guess we're really happy to have you here to kind of break down what that actually is, right? A conversation between two people mm-hmm. can trick us into seeing it as a product of the relationship between the two, mm-hmm. when it could actually just be a product of the surrounding culture. Therefore, how does having that culture of feedback within an organization really impact its people? So are you trying to understand the context in which the, that conversation is happening? I mean, could you give me an example? Yeah, of, so, hmm. so I guess what I'm saying is like, it's easy to confuse the fact that say, for example, two of us are having a really good yeah. conversation yeah. and then we're saying, hey, that's really good. But actually, more than just the product of you and me being hmm. in a good, close relationship, it's hmm. actually the product of the organization itself. Got okay. It. okay. So the organization is a living organism, if I may say so. And what I mean by that is that the culture of the organization is always evolving. What you see in the organization today uh, may not be relevant or uh, say a few months down the line. 
So the conversation that you are talking about, you know, certainly emanates from the kind of culture that we would want to establish in an organization. Uh, what that means is that, uh, say, an organization is going through a phase of uh, practicing financial prudence. Sure. Now, if two people are having a conversation about having some kind of a team outing or team building activity, that could be relevant at a particular point in time. But say if an organization is going through a lot of stressful times, sure. that same conversation may be seen as blasphemous. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. probably can be seen as uh, uh, something which is uncalled for or uh, irresponsible, if I may say so. Uh, and again, the same organization, just that they are going through a different phase and which is why the same conversation can be construed uh, and interpreted very differently. Sure, got you. And it, it, it's so important, like you say, the context of where the organization is really kind of uh, plays a crucial role in terms of diving that. And, and I, I guess as the head of HRBP within Circles Life, like what are you doing to kind of uh, drive this culture of feedback? Are there any initiatives that you're putting into place to kind of bring this to life? <laughs> yes, we are bringing the culture of uh, a feedback culture to life at circles.life. Yeah. Um, one of the things that we have started consciously doing over the last three, four months is uh, responding to each of the uh, comments that we receive through our pulse check survey. And no matter how critical the feedback is, uh, sometimes, you know, it could be bordering negative as well. Yeah. But we want to consciously build that culture where people are free to ask any and every question. Sure. Uh, nothing is off the table. Nothing is off the charts. Anybody can ask any question. Uh, so that's, of course, on the product and engineering side. You mm. know, when we talk about the larger organization, um, uh, our co-founders have these month, uh, monthly town halls. They have these... Uh, uh, Monday meetings, company-wide meetings, where, again, there's a lot of updates being shared, but more importantly, there are always multiple forums where employees can come forward and ask both anonymous as well as uh, named questions. And uh, again, reiterating the fact that I mentioned that nothing is off the chart. So yeah. in fact, uh, all the co-founders encourage people to speak up. Uh, and we respond to those questions as openly as possible. Uh, of course, at times when we see certain themes emerging, mm -hmm. we of course try to address those questions more proactively. Sure. But then we also understand that each individual has his or her own journey. Mm -hmm. And therefore, what could be relevant for one may not be necessarily relevant to the other. So from time to time, we do take uh, specific questions which are pertinent to a particular individual. Sure. And then we cater to those questions sometimes, you know, uh, behind closed doors or uh, in a manner which is relevant to that particular individual. That's really interesting, right? When you say that you kind of created this culture where nothing is kind of off the table, right? So everything can be discussed. Well, how do you kind of cultivate that culture from the start? Like, how do you set that tone up from, I, I, would, I guess, the leadership team, considering you would have to build a really psychologically safe environment for someone to voice out any of their concerns, right? So how do you do that? I wish there had been a magic <laughs> wand, you know, then the job would have been easier. Sure. Uh, to be honest, there isn't one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, 
few things at least that I have seen work. Yeah. Uh, of course, at Circles as well as in some of my previous organizations like Google and VMware. Uh, the first thing is that uh, you walk the talk. Mm. Uh, people make lofty claims, but if you don't come through, then the world out there is smart enough to see through you. Mm. And I think uh, being honest, being diligent, uh, being forthcoming in, in, in terms of where you are, uh, that is, in my mind, the first step towards psychological safety. Right. The second thing is that uh, as long as people are not being vicious and personal, all feedback is relevant in my mind. And uh, as leaders, of course, we need to define what that vicious and personal means. Right. But as long as it is not bordering personal attacks, uh, we need to take it in the stride. Sometimes we need to roll with the punches because <laughs> feedback can get nasty as well. Yeah. Uh, but we need to keep at it. Right. Uh, and you don't build great cultures overnight. You know, it takes a lot of time. And therefore, we need to be at it uh, to be able to create something meaningful. Uh, the third thing, which may sound a little floozy, nonetheless, I will say that sometimes it is important to uh, not just keep your hard promises, but also keep your softer promises. 100%, yeah. Uh, and what I mean by that is that uh, the organizations of modern day are moving away from policies and moving more towards guidelines. And therefore, how do you ensure that you create a workplace which uh, operates through those guidelines in a manner that it promotes, you know, the day-to-day -day psychological safety, the day-to-day -day needs of the employees, mm -hmm. uh, and sometimes kind of think ahead uh, than what the employee may be asking for. So in terms of uh, preempting some of those needs, uh, that could go a long way in terms of creating that psychological safety because then uh, even though it may not necessarily be related to what a person can speak, but as yeah. long as you are creating an environment where people feel that the organization cares, right? that again goes a long way in creating psychological safety. Right. And it's really interesting man, how you say that there's both the hard and the soft parts of the conversation that have to be kept. And I think it's, it's fair to say that at some part, this feedback can get vicious, it can get personal. Um, some of it could even maybe even sound like an attack at a leader. Um, so how does it work for an employee, let's say a mid-level employee that's giving feedback upwards? Uh, and then how do you kind of then have the leadership to kind of take that feedback in a constructive manner? I'm guessing that's probably a very difficult thing to do. One, it is. Uh, and two, uh, there are organizations which have uh, confused feedback with performance. Ah, there we go. Uh, in the sense that the moment you take feedback as developmental, it serves the purpose typically that it is meant for. Yeah. But the moment you start looking at feedback to promote people, to give them more hikes, mm. uh, to give them roles or coveted roles and things like that, I think that's where you're losing the ploy. Mm. Because feedback should be seen as a means to develop people right. or develop organizations. And I think that's something which organizations should consciously do. 
इनफैक्ट देर आर टाइम्स वेयर पीपल गो अबाउट डूइंग थ्री सिक्सटी डिग्री फीडबैक ऑन दम सेल्स और एन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन कंडक्ट थ्री सिक्सटी डिग्री फीडबैक एक्सरसाइज फॉर इट्स लीडर्स ओनली टू रियलाइज लेटर दैट इट विल बी यूज फॉर समथिंग अदर दैन डेवलपमेंटल सो वन ऑर्गेनाइजेशन एंड लीडर्स नीड टू कॉन्शियसली स्टे अवे फ्रॉम using feedback for anything other than developmental purposes the other thing that needs to be done is that there needs to be a developmental plan for each manager to be in place mm. which should be based squarely on the feedback that he or she is getting right uh, and that should not be far away from reality in the sense if the team needs certain things or there is a certain expectation of the leader or that people manager and if his or her developmental plan is far away from what the team needs or what the organization needs then there is a huge disconnect mm. so which is why i think it is it becomes imperative for uh, the developmental plan to go hand in hand with the feedback that the manager is receiving so i think these are some of the things which uh, we can do in order to ensure that we create a culture of uh, strong upward feedback and uh incidentally both had google and vmware uh, there was a strong culture of yeah. upward feedback yeah uh, and there used to be uh, action plans uh, in many cases at least uh, which used to be based on the feedback that uh, that managers received in fact um, some of the better organizations again also establish a bunch of standard or core managerial practices mm. and then the feedback is aligned to those practices that they have identified right then it makes it simpler for both the organization and the people managers to be able to come up with plans or devise mm. plans and really determine what are some of those gaps that they need to address and how to do those uh, meaningfully right so you're saying it's very important to not just have a culture of feedback but then to kind of tie that back into what the organizational truly needs then have HR play that that role in terms of tying development back towards that feedback so it's exactly to what uh the organization needs and it's really how interesting how you've always kind of said that culture of feedback needs to be tied to an organizational requirement at the end of the day so you actually see business results right yep um and i guess it's not so easy to just kind of come in and sort of say hey you know give your boss some feedback cuz uh like again if you put yourself in that person's shoes they might actually be trembling uh and the other person may also be rather intimidating intimidating to look at right so i think that's there and just to add to this a little bit more yeah. uh, i think uh feedback is in a way a self fulfilling prophecy in right. the sense when people see that uh others who are receiving the feedback are acting up upon it in some mm. way and form uh this get encouraged to give more feedback but uh this is what i think i was also referring to or wanted to add when i was talking about harder and softer promises yeah. because uh in any modern day organization you wouldn't come across anything as mandatory feedback correct but the best way of nudging your employees to give feedback and constructive feedback is when you start acting upon it right and many organizations also suffer from this uh, syndrome if i may say so that um, everything that gets measured gets done that's mm. not the case mm. i think you know you need to consciously 
put an action plan in place right where you have done the measuring part of it mm. but you also need to consciously do something about that mm. and in my mind i think the latter is more important than just the measuring part of it 100% and and i guess that's where you say the sensitivities come into play and then again back to the hard and soft metrics of things um but it's it's interesting right so what what can an organization expect in terms of like business results uh when they drive you know or embed a culture of feedback is it like you know better productivity or is it a better quality of decision making within the the organization what what really kind of uh, i would say is showcases you know roi i think one of the metrics that is often being used these days is uh, employee nps score mm. employee net promoter score uh many organizations are doing it of course it came from the nps uh concept which is often used for customer experience yeah. and so on and so yeah. forth uh so that is one of the metrics to uh look at uh and that in a way manifests itself meaningfully in multiple ways mm. you know one way to look at it is that uh employees are really engaged and connected to what the organization is all about right yeah. from its vision mission to the role that a person is playing number 2 it in a way creates a brand or an image for the organization which is both internal as well as external right uh, because you can't expect an organization to have a lousy enps and then create a great image outside mm. so in a way it works both in- inwards as well as outwards right okay really cool stuff so we spoke about you know i guess how you drive a culture of feedback we spoke about the importance of closing that loop and tying it back towards a development plan so the results are actionable and is relevant to the organization at the end of the day but uh small what would your advice be to organizations that you know are just about to embark on this journey they just about thinking how do i get this off uh how do how would they start there is no right time to start to be honest right um but one of the things which i consciously believe in that unlike everything which is going digital feedback should remain analog what i mean by that is that feedback should not be restricted to certain forums or points in time it should be made available to relevant stakeholders throughout the employee's life cycle or uh, basically any and every forum you know a simple conversation with two people can be an opportunity for giving feedback yeah uh, good bad or ugly whatever it is so that's one The other thing is that we need to move consciously away from the telling mode to the listening mode and which is why I think asking the right questions becomes really really key for organizations to create that culture of receiving feedback right I've still seen leaders you know who despite the fact that they come across as very seasoned they fall in this trap where they often ask the why rather than the what and i think i would strongly encourage such organizations to consciously focus on the what rather than come across as to why somebody said so okay really cool stuff so in order to drive this there's there's no perfect timing like you say tied back into development so it actually sticks uh but the most important thing you said was not just go into the talking mode right also kind of listen more and i think the the biggest uh nugget of wisdom there is to focus on the what uh and not the why 
Um, listen, I had a really enjoyable 20 minutes or probably more uh, with you, Mohit. So thank you very much for the time. It was, it was absolutely insightful and uh, I look forward to doing a lot more of this with you. Thank you, Ani. Thank you for having me with you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We hope this podcast can help in your learning journeys. Check us out on our LinkedIn page, Hatch Asia Consulting. Till next time, keep growing.